Daniel Long for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this uh, young lady back. She's doing an incredible job on the border, both in Arizona, here in Texas, all over the place. It's Allie Bradley from News Nation. Allie, how are you? Good to see you. Doing well, my friend. Down here, another day in paradise. Locked into Shelby Park today. We're actually one of only two media groups that are really allowed in here right now because a lot of issues are happening on the ground right now and they're kind of uh, fortifying things even further. And a lot of these media types have not been down here and we've been pretty well vetted. And so we've been able to have access to the park right now. So we're, we're literally locked in here with, with uh, Texas. I I talked to Victor Avila the other day, the former federal agent who's running for district 23 Republican, in the great state of Texas. And he said that the Shelby park thing is interesting because Shelby park. Yes. People were coming in illegally there, as you know, and as you've documented, but he also said that there's a bridge right above it that they don't have to come into Shelby park at all because they're allowing everybody in. If they just go over the, the port of entry, Ali, in your reporting, have you figured out why those who are coming here illegally want to go through the river, risk life and limb to go into Shelby park instead of going through a port of entry? You know, the only thing I can really ascertain when it comes to that situation is that the cartel has to be in control of that or that's the way that they believe is their option. Now, some of them, Pags, I have found discarded CBP-1 confirmed appointments on the U.S. side, like say in Lukeville, right. um, and they, they choose that appointment might be for Nogales, which is a neighboring area, but they cross in Lukeville because their appointment might not be for a month. And they don't want to wait in Mexico. So that's a reality as well. So we've got the cartel and we've got the CBP-1 app lying, right? So some of these individuals don't want to stay and wait in Mexico any longer. So they take it upon themselves to cross the river. And like you said, risk their lives doing it. We've seen people literally dying trying to come in and being resuscitated on this side. So um, I, I would say that is why that is still happening now with this uh, fortification that Governor Abbott has done here. We aren't seeing any crossings. We're seeing a couple people come where the razor wire ends. Um, we have seen two individuals. I documented that they were from Honduras and they were actually arrested by Texas DPS. They wanted to self-surrender to the National Guard. And they said, unfortunately, you're on a property that we have clearance to arrest you for criminal trespass. So you're, you're being arrested. Um, and so that was different. And it was really interesting because even in handcuffs, you know, we were asking them, are you still hopeful that you're going to be able to go to your destination, which was Tennessee and Austin, I believe. And they said they didn't really know. They were laughing and smiling and they were like, maybe, maybe not. So there oh. wasn't a lot of fear of consequences we've been seeing. Right. And but just that feeling of standing there talking to two young men who had just illegally come into our country and they're standing there in handcuffs, kind of smiling, still um, optimistic was interesting. You're probably seeing um, Allie and you're saying to yourself, she looks very familiar, but I don't follow her. A lot of people take her videos and her reports and they're repurposing them. Some of them are misconstruing what the actual report is. Make sure you're following her at A-L-I Bradley TV over on Instagram and also on Twitter slash X. And make sure you're getting it right from the source. When you talk to somebody like that, Allie, that, that's interesting to me. One said Tennessee, one said Austin. People in Honduras don't know from Tennessee and Austin. Who's telling them where their destination is? Do we know? Well, those are allegedly their sponsors, right? They're supposed to have these sponsors that receive them. But we know after the Florida grand jury that one in four individuals were giving false addresses. Um, What's also really interesting is a lot of the individuals, especially in Arizona that I talk with, they tell me we're going to America. We're going to the U.S. And I'm like, well, which state? There's 50 of us. Right. And they're like, uh, a lot of them will just kind of it's almost like de facto New York, right? Because that's yeah. what they know. But I mean, you have to also think, Pags, like how many Americans know what states are in Mexico? 
I can't cleanse my state. So it's like, you know, these individuals, if they don't actually have a destination, they don't know where they're going. And, and, and they don't. So somebody has to be in their ear or giving them a, a wristband or giving them a, a card in their pocket to say, this is who you call, say it's your aunt or your uncle. And, and these people probably aren't even related. It's Allie Bradley. Go and follow her at Allie Bradley TV. She is the Southwest correspondent from News Nation. So when you talk to people like this, when you see them coming in, um, is, is I don't know if you could ballpark this for me or not mathematically. Is it 50% like men between 18 and 35 is it is it really women and children and families just looking for a better life could you ballpark a percentage on how many are families and how many are just like men that people say are military age yeah so i can't break up men from women because okay. i can i can tell you single adults um okay. are the vast majority it's going to be around 60 percent single adults and the remainder are going to be family units and then a very small percentage of course of unaccompanied minors right um but that is the demographic and right now i mean we just got new numbers for january literally just just dropped joe i i posted them on x as well right uh, 176,000, uh, the highest January on record. It is down from December, of course, from 302,000, which was the highest we had ever seen. Right. Uh, but it was higher than last January, right? So uh, that that is interesting. We have a lot of factors here at play, but Arizona is taking the top spot. Del Rio's pretty far down the line there, and that's where Eagle Pass is. So what Governor Abbott's doing here in Texas, uh, holding the line, so to speak, does seem to be having an impact here. Some reports, Ali, say that uh, because of that, a lot of people are going to California, which, of course, is a sanctuary state. The whole state's a sanctuary state. Uh, are we seeing higher numbers there? Do you know that off the top of your head or not? We are. We are seeing higher numbers in the San Diego sector as well. And I actually just got intel yesterday uh, from a credible source that they're actually asking for Border Patrol to deploy to the San Diego sector to assist there. So it does look like Border Patrol is also responding to an influx there as well. But the San Diego sector is about third or fourth in line. Uh, they're they're not quite where the Tucson sector is right now. Last month, they saw over 50,000 people in the Tucson sector. Um, I believe the San Diego sector, I, can't, I don't have the number right on me, but I, I right. feel like it was more around 20 or 17,000. So it was still up there and higher than the others and still obviously a concern for the federal agency. Is, are you finding that it's a matter of people are fine, are running into the razor wire or running into the buoys in the Rio Grande and they're getting word back to the cartels or to their families or to whomever to say, don't come here. Texas has taken it seriously. Let's go elsewhere. You think that's a matter of what it is? Or do the cartels find out and then they start telling those who are, who are immigrating here illegally, you can't go that path. We've got to go this path. How do you think it's working? Are you hearing anything from those who are coming? Yeah, there's a myriad of factors here at play. So obviously what Governor Abbott is doing is having a small impact because yeah. people just naturally will take the path of least resistance. But here's the deal. We got exclusive information from great sources showing us that 435 individuals were pulled off of 20 trains in Mexico in a single day, and they were sent packing back down south to start their journey all over again. So that is a factor. We're also wow. being told that they're gathering up some groups and trying to push them west to places like Arizona and California. So, yeah, you look across the river and you see layer on layer on layer of razor wire, and it is a little bit of a deterrent. And the other thing that we spotted yesterday was that the Mexican federales, for the first time, they actually had a camp set up on the Mexico side above one of the major crossing points. So I've seen federales here and there. There's, there's armed guys right across the river right now, right. but they have a full-on camp 
set up and they had long guns up there. They're standing there with their binoculars. They're monitoring it. So Mexico is actually doing something right now. So that's going to play a role in who's crossing where and when. And across from this river, there's different factions of cartels that are operating and they're all kind of working together, but they're all kind of working under the state of Mexico. Whereas when you are over in the Tucson sector, that's the Sinaloa cartel. They are the big dog. And that's why you see so many people from special interest countries there is because they're paying more money. And Sinaloa is going to get the big ticket people, right? And so here you get the Northern Triangle. You get Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, and Venezuela. You get the easy ones pretty much because a bunch of different cartels are kind of playing together over on Piedras Negras side. And again, the federales are pretty present over there as well. News Nation Southwest correspondent Allie Bradley. Go and follow her everywhere. A-L-I Bradley TV over on Twitter, over on uh, on Instagram. Let's make sure that we build these pages because I want you to get it from the source. A lot of people, again, are, are taking her videos, claiming that it's theirs. They're misconstruing it and, and editing it differently. And, and she is the source. She's there every day. She's right, right behind her is the actual border. So let me ask you about a piece of video and some pictures that started floating around X the other day. And you and I have talked about this off the air as well. Somebody actually sent me the picture, and like I never, I don't know who the guy is, somebody who's seen my show or listened to the show or something, that I'm a liberal in, in conservative clothing or I'm a conservative, a fake conservative or some crap like that. And I just said, uh, uh, j- just for kicks, it was like four o'clock in the morning. Tell me exactly what it is that made you write that. He said, because you refuse to cover this story. And the story, Ali, was the pictures and the videos that you and I have seen of open gates in Texas. Greg Abbott's lying. He's pretending he's closing it down. He's not closing it down. In fact, he's opened the gates because he's a globalist and a WEF guy. You, thankfully, have been there and actually documented what that is. Has Greg Abbott just opened the gates and said, please come on through? And what's interesting about that, before you answer, is that there wasn't one illegal alien coming through those open gates. I'm like, if those gates are open to let people in, why isn't anybody coming in? So, fill us in. What exactly is that? I should have taken the tape measure out there, counted the steps. But the <laughs> wall there, it's a federal structure, right? So, A... Governor Abbott isn't opening the gates. That's a federal thing. Uh, But it's very, very, very far away from the river, Pag. So if these individuals cross, they're on U.S. soil for like a quarter mile before they even reach that wall. And if they've made it to that wall, they have gotten through at least two or three layers of anti-climb barrier fencing and razor wire and concertina wire. So that is not the case at all. Those gates have always been open. And part of the reason they're open is because when these groups of individuals were crossing, they're showing up there on the side of the road and Border Patrol has to drive in and pick them up and transport them for processing because Border Patrol legally has to arrest. These people are trying to be arrested. That's what an apprehension is. They have to be arrested because they're on U.S. soil pags. If, If Border Patrol doesn't put hands on them, they walk away and become gotaways. And that's also why they were cutting through the razor wire. They weren't cutting through to be the welcome wagon. They were cutting through because migrants were in distress on the other side. Right. And they're already on U.S. soil. They become the responsibility of the U.S. when they make it halfway through the river, my friends. That's the reality. And, and that's why that's why Texas is putting the buoys in the river, to be honest with you, to stop them, first of all, to dissuade them from trying it so they don't drown, and secondly, to keep them on the other side. Once they get to this side, as you said, there are responsibility, and the policies of this administration are such that they're going to be wards of this country then and, and get a bunch of free stuff. So, so the open gate, just so that we're clear, they've already had to go through several layers of deterrent to get to the, where that gate is. And the open gate is literally for, for Border Patrol to drive through and go and go get somebody who's already made it. 
Yeah, and they are, again, on U.S. soil. They have crossed the Rio Grande. The Rio Grande is the literal barrier, border for the U.S. and Mexico. The wall is not. The wall, you guys, is not what makes us a country versus Mexico. Yes. So when you're when you're in Arizona, the wall is more of the barrier structure of the border, but you're still on U.S. soil when you cross that. And you go on the other side in every spot on the border. When you cross the wall, you're already on U.S. soil. So in a lot of these instances, when these migrants are walking up in Yuma, we're seeing them by the hundreds. They're already on U.S. soil and and Border Patrol has to apprehend them and respond to that. So any wall that's in Texas that is on this side of the Rio Grande, both sides of the wall are on U.S. territory. Yes, and it's also important. I'm staring at the Bush Wall right now. There's a big black iron wall that was put up right. by the Bush administration. Just about every administration has had one. Bush put up one here, and it goes all the way through Del Rio. The Obama administration has one. And, of course, we know the Trump administration has one. And, and Biden is working on one down in Starr County as well. So, um, and, and Abbott has his own wall. So we have, we have a lot of different administrations who have built structures up around here. But those structures are, again, I'm, I'm sitting behind... The bush wall, I am in a confined area, uh, but the river's behind us. So if any migrant just walked up behind me, they'd be on U.S. soil, right? So that's wow. that's the reality. And I'm glad that you, that you spelled it out because, again, people will knee-jerk react and say, see, that Bradley and Pags are lying about it. They want the people to come. No, we're just giving you the truth. This is exactly what's happening on the wall and on the border. You? Do you want me to show you how far this wall is so I can get out? Yeah, why not? We, we, we got you. Heck, why Let's not? Let's do it. We're, we're Allie Bradley, as we're here. doing the interview, is going to walk and show us. Here. Okay. Look so at that. you can see behind us here. That's the wall. That's how far away it is. Okay? Wow. Okay. Here's so, the river. So anywhere so, between the river and the wall is U.S. territory. This is all U.S. soil where we are, Joe. So, wow. uh, you know, they're getting in here, and, and that's – they have to be responded to. That's the reality right now. So – you know, it's kind of an interesting situation, but as you can see, that the razor wire, you know, layers are back here. That it's it's very well fortified. Like I'm going to tell you, I haven't seen a single person cross into Shelby Park. Those two gentlemen that we saw, they were on the outskirts where the razor wire ended, and they were arrested. Uh, the groups that we're seeing, they're crossing in Quemado, which is about 20 miles away, and there are open gates down there. And that right. is a different structure down there because um, Governor Abbott put up a base layer of wall down there. It's almost like a, it's just like a chicken wire fencing with yes. razor wire on top. And that's on private property. So some of those folks have the, the gates open and that's their right to do so. It is uh, Allie Bradley. What, amazing what you just showed us there, Allie. I mean, just simply amazing. Thank you for doing that. And that's going to dispel a lot of the rumors that are going on. Uh, go and check her out, Allie Bradley TV everywhere on Instagram, on X. Make sure you're getting her videos straight from her and straight from News Nation. But before I let you go, um, it's being depicted by some in the left media that there is this tete-a-tete between Texas and DHS. I don't think that's happening, but you know, you're there. Is there this animosity? Because I get the feeling the frontline people are all on the same side and they're just waiting to see what the court system does. Let me just put it this way. I, I work with sources a lot and all of my sources reach out to me and say, thank you for not saying Border Patrol wants back into Shelby Park. Thank you for making it clear that it's the Biden administration and DHS that want back into the park because they said, guess what? We're actually out here stopping gotaways, stopping people who are trying to evade. We don't want to be under that bridge processing people. We want right. to be out here in the field where we are. We want to be out here doing our job, right? So there's there's not an infighting like what everyone's kind of 
pitting this to be. Right. Uh, they all work together. I'm out here and I go and see a group of, of 14 down here by the hydro plant. And guess who's there? Florida Wildlife Commission, Border Patrol and Texas DPS. So they're all responding together. They're all still working together. And they are they're all away from their families. It's like a brotherhood out here, regardless. They're all law yeah. enforcement and they're all doing the same mission for the most part. But again, they're like, this is a mission that we signed up for. You know, a lot of people are like, Governor Abbott's abusing the National Guard. Every National Guard soldier that I've talked to here, they want to be here right now. And, th- you know, that's that's the reality. And guess what else? A lot of people don't realize there are DOD, there are deployments of National Guard, federal National Guard soldiers that have been here for years. There are New Jersey Guard down here right now that have been deployed under Biden. So that is a reality as well that not a lot of people talk about. But, Pat, something I want to make sure that we get to before we go is yes. um, I'm trying to get my camera to be normal again after I picked it up off the thing. Looks okay, great. there we go. No, looks great. Um, and so. Um, One of the other things that we were able to confirm and release today is that there's a lot of really, really um, kind of heightened concern and energy out here right now because the FBI has actually um, kind of isolated or confirmed that there are two uh, known extremists that have brought threats towards a soft-sided facility here, which is the migrant processing uh, facility called Firefly. So they actually evacuated Firefly last night and uh, moved whatever migrants were there to other facilities here in the Del Rio sector. Um, They are not putting anybody there right now. They're going to other other stations right now to be processed. Um, They're taking it very seriously. I'm being told that they are closing that facility down for the weekend. I pay attention, and I hadn't heard that before, so thank you for making sure you brought that up today in this interview. It's Allie Bradley. Go to Allie Bradley TV on Instagram, also on X or Twitter, and uh, check out all of her reports on, on News Nation. Allie, thanks a million for making time, and you walking out and showing us the distance between the river and, and the wall was magnificent. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pags. Thanks for having me. All right, we're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Really appreciate Allie Bradley coming on. If you missed any part of that, if you didn't see it, you've got to see it because she gets out of the car. She shows us exactly what's going on over there. Another big hour coming your way. Do not touch that dial. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pag Show.